Hey everybody, it's your girl Lady J. Welcome to another episode of the Business Banger Spotlight on tonight. Thank you for tuning in with me. Um, I hope that you all enjoyed that uh, last episode of Empowered Hour, the Vagina Monologues Part 2. If you are here in Indianapolis or will be passing through, make sure that you check it out. It is a production you do not want to miss, and it is for a great cause, um, bringing awareness about violence against women, and all of the proceeds go towards helping to provide um, funding for uh, free and subsidized health uh, mental health care for individuals who cannot afford it through Empowered Living Inc. So we definitely want to make sure that that is a, an event and a production that we support. So with that being said, before I bring on my guests, we have to get the formalities out of the way, as we always do. If you would like to become a JQLM Radio faithful listener or would like to share with your families and friends, make sure you tune in by downloading the JQLM Radio app or any of your devices. You can also get JQLM Radio through the TuneIn Radio app or the Stream of Simple Radio app. Just search for JQLM Radio when you go there. Um, you can also tune in to JQLM Radio straight from our Facebook page. Just click on the Use App button on the home page, or you can tune in straight from our website at www.egoentertainmentnet.com. While you're there, make sure you subscribe for free. Also, if you miss any of your shows that you listen to on JQLM Radio, you can catch them on any of your major podcast platforms. That includes Spotify, iHeartRadio, Spreaker, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podcast Addict, Deezer, and CastBox. Also, make sure you follow, like, and share us on social media. On Facebook, you can uh, reach us at JQLM Radio or at EgoIntNet. On Instagram, at JQLM Radio or at EgoIntNet. And Twitter, at JQLM Radio and EgoIntNet. Now that we have the formalities out of the way, let's introduce our guest for tonight. Our business banger is Cami Duff. How are you this evening? I'm doing well. How are you? I am well. Um, so, again, thank you for being my guest tonight on the Business Banger Spotlight. I'm happy to have you. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. Um, she's also, uh, I think I met you through uh, Girl Boss. She's also a fellow Girl Boss. So, um, yes. love that platform. Yes. <laughs> yeah, me too. It's actually really, really cool. Yes, it is. Um, so can you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself, um, your name, where you're from, uh, before we get into your business? Absolutely. So my name is Cami, and um, I'm actually from Toronto, Canada, um, so part of the six. And um, I own a travel business. Um, it's a travel concierge service um, where I plan bespoke travel experiences for um, travelers as well as um, business professionals. Awesome. Awesome. So can you tell us what is the name of your business and um, when was it founded? And tell us about the products and services that you provide. Absolutely. So the name of my company is Lux and Lavish Travels. Um, and it was founded in August of 2018. And really, it's uh, I mean, it's a travel concierge service where um, we plan uh, travel for professionals who are very busy and don't have the time to really look up online for places they want to go and um, finding pricing and research. So we take care of 
all of the um, stuff from the beginning to um, through researching all the way up to uh, when they return back from their from their vacation. Um, so that would include um, the the flight bookings, the uh, hotel accommodations, restaurant bookings, um, tours, anything that the individual will require, even as down to the nitty gritty. For instance, if they're going to, say, Asia or Africa and they require vaccination information or visas, we take care of all of that uh, for the traveler. And we also take care of awesome. for business travelers who um, just need to kind of go, um, you know, back and forth for their own business and they need to focus kind of on the operations. We take care of all their travel needs. So we will book their um, private um Drivers, we book, you know, the private jets, whatever it is that the uh, individual requires for their trip, we take every, we take care of everything. Awesome, awesome. So, can you tell me what made you want to start this type of business? Yeah, so I mean, in in the beginning, I was doing a lot of traveling, um, and so people were really asking me how I was able to travel. Um, some of the places that I was going to, my itineraries, and um, I started kind of helping people with their own travel, and that's kind of how I got into it. And then I found I found that a lot of people actually don't know much information about traveling and what they require and what is what is asked of them. And I, I really kept myself uh, updated with what was happening in terms of world news. Um, as you know, with the most recent stuff that's happening with the coronavirus, mm-hmm. these are things that people are getting their information from different platforms, but right. some of the information is actually misinformation. Mm-hmm. And so um, I'm really big on research and just understanding what's happening, especially with geopolitical issues. And so these things all have a have a direct effect on people's travels and their plans. And so um, in speaking to different individuals, and helping them with their own travel, I realized there was actually a need for this, for all of this information um, and the help. And so that's kind of how I got into it. Awesome. So is this a, was this a passion of yours or did it become a passion um, or were you doing something different before this? Yeah. So, I mean, I love traveling. It is definitely is a passion of mine. And I mean, my career is in uh, like legal, legal background. Mm-hmm. So um, part of the legal background is um, I was a legal assistant helping my lawyers with their practices, and I really loved being the individual that was running the machine behind um, their practices. And so I kind of equated that skill set to my travel business, um, so where I'm able to do all of the um, smaller tasks to ensure that they have um, a really great outcome and a really great experience. And I really like being that individual, people can rely on me to be able to get them what it is that they're looking for and what they needed. So it's something that I'm really good at. And um, I thoroughly love traveling. And I love when people return back from their vacations and they let me know uh, how great their trip was or some of the the finer details that they wouldn't necessarily think about. Um, I was able to capture that for them and to make their trips a lot more smoother. So um, because of that, I really gravitated to the positive feedback that I received from people in their own vacations. Awesome. Awesome. So um, how many, or have you ever traveled around the world, like to different countries? And if you have, um, or if you haven't, how do you put packages together for individuals without ever visiting certain places? Yeah. So, I mean, I, I definitely haven't been everywhere yet. I would, um, so 
a lot of people have asked that same question, so it's a really good question. Um, and I mean, really, it's about researching. Um, I, my clients are a wide range, and I always get back their feedback as to how their vacations were. And I use that information to help other people in their own travels. So, I mean, if I've been somewhere personally, then I'll definitely let my clients know. Um, and then if for those who've already been to those places, then I'm able to provide their experiences to people who are choosing to go to these locations. And just really, it's about the research. It's really about just understanding um, what the individual is looking for and what is it that they want. And then um, kind of narrowing my research to their that type of traveler and what it is that they're looking for. Okay. And you said that you take care of like if the traveler needs um, types, different types of paperwork, like showing that they have certain shots and um, uh, hotels, flights and things of that sort. How do you know what each tra traveler needs based upon where they're going as far as um, medical documentation? Yeah, so it definitely comes back to the research again. So each um, country will have their certain requirements of, of entry requirements. Mm -hmm. And so I look to see uh, what it is that that country requires. And then from there, I have a conversation with the traveler to find out what information they need. Um, a lot of people think that even with their passport, um, that it's just a passport that they need to get into a certain country. And that's not necessarily true. And even some countries require a certain amount of time limits that you have on your, your passport before it can expire, or they won't even allow you into their country. So these are just small things that um, I have to look into to find out first before this person is going to embark on that trip. Um, and so it's really just a conversation to find out what they do have and then directing them to the, whether it's a travel clinic to get their vaccinations or whether it's, um, you know, going to their own doctor to make sure that their medical stuff is all taken care of. Um, and just even with paperwork, finding the, the closest embassy to them and, and that sort of thing. So it's really just about the research and then speaking to that individual and finding out from them what it is that they have or they don't have and what's the next steps for that. So that way they can be able to go on their trip. Awesome. That's amazing. It, it sounds like you do more than most travel agencies because uh, most travel agencies, they just put together like your, your flight and your, you know, if you're going to rent a car or in a hotel and, and sometimes take care of your itinerary. And, and that's about it. I mean, you really put some thought into, um, making sure that you cover all aspects of travel, um, no matter where they're going. And I think that is very, uh, awesome and amazing. So you don't have different things happen. Like, um, we've heard on the news sometimes where, um, someone gets stuck somewhere, you know, because, um, maybe yeah. they had an issue with their passport or, um, you know, or they got sick and, and didn't get, you know, they had to check to see if they got this actual shot or or whatever before they re-enter in United States or left United States or whatever the case may be. So I think that that right. is very much needed. Um, can you tell me what motivated you to leave the legal background or in the corporate world and start your own company? Um, I really wanted financial freedom, <clears throat> and I wanted um, the flexibility to be able to work anywhere in the world and still maintain a certain level of income. Mm -hmm. um, so that worked out for me. Travel allows for that type of movement, um, and I and I think for me that was definitely one of the key things is that you know if I'm going to be doing something where it's this because at the end of the day a lot of the, my clients it's different hours of the day at any point something can go wrong. I've I've had situations where people have had their own vacations and things didn't work out 
in that moment and they're contacting me to find out like what's their next step and what's their next move. So I, I need to be available to these individuals when things are not working out. And I felt that in order for me to be, to be able to give that full service, I needed to be available. I needed to be flexible with my time. And um, as well as, as wanting the financial freedom to be able to uh, take care of my family. And so those are some of the decisions that I had to kind of make in order for me to be able to have a successful business. Awesome. I, I know a lot of uh, entrepreneurs go into a business for financial freedom. Um, but a lot of times when starting a business, you enter into debt, you know, starting out. Um, and it really depends on the type of industry that you get into and, and what funding that you have to actually start the business. So um, if any, can you tell me what challenges you faced and had to overcome in order to start your business and still have the mindset that you're going to keep going and maintain because, you know, a lot of people get discouraged when leaving the corporate world, you know, transitioning into entrepreneurship. Right. I would definitely say that the challenges that I faced was being too broad um, and also trying to find my target market. Uh, I think those were the, the major challenges that I faced um, because being too broad meant that I was able, I was trying to service everybody. And that basically transcended to me not really knowing who my clients are and who my target market was, um, which then creates other challenges in terms of marketing. And then you're spending money on things that uh, doesn't necessarily make make sense in that moment because you don't know your target market. And so you're spending a lot of time trying to please everybody um, and then just kind of running around with, with your, your head cut off really um, and not having any direction. So I think initially for me, those were some of the challenges that I was facing. Um, you talked a little bit about, um, you know, debt when you're starting your own business and just, you know, having certain capital. And, and a lot of people will say um, when you're starting your business, you definitely should have some sort of capital mm -hmm. to start off because um, there are business expenses that you're going to have to, you know, figure out. Right. And um, you are going to incur some expenses when you're starting your own business. So it's, it's maintaining um, a, a lower expenses so that way you can, you can eventually pivot um, with your own, you know, money that you're getting from, from your, from your business. So those are, those are some of the challenges that I definitely faced in the beginning, but um, I really have a positive mindset in that, you know, if I may, if I continue and I'm consistent, I will eventually get the results that I'm looking for. And I don't look at, the challenges as things that are put are setback or or um, are negative. I look at them as lessons learned because um, I wouldn't have known otherwise had it not gone through those challenges and those those um those lessons. So for me, those are some of the things that um, I felt were um, things that would have impeded me, but I, I needed to learn those anyway to be able to move forward. Awesome, awesome. Listen, you are the first, <laughs> probably the first. Uh, <laughs> person I've asked that question and they're able to just bam tell it right off the uh, off the top some people are like oh my god there are so many that I could go over <laughs> so <laughs> just be like yeah this is the challenge that I <laughs> you know that I had to, that I had and I had to overcome like most people are like oh my god yep. there are so many <laughs> so yeah, that's funny I mean yeah <laughs> <laughs> um 
in an industry that is extremely competitive, what makes you stand out among other travel agencies? I know I've already I've already uh, pointed out one just listening to you, but uh, in regards to what do you think of your business, what do you think makes you stand out from the rest in regards to the travel industry? That's a good question. I think it's really about transparency and communication. I'm really big on communication and I'm really big on transparency because I have a background in legal. Um, I'm, I have a different work ethic and a different uh, skill set in the sense that documentation is so important and it's so crucial. And a lot of people will just take things at face value. But I think for me, um, what's really allowed me to have repeated clients and have people really look to me um, instead of anybody else is that um, there's transparency and there's communication. So I think just how I handle certain things with people um, and they understand that I'm not trying to, um, you know, sugarcoat anything or not be honest and real about it. It is what it is. And this is kind of how you have to look at it. I think that's kind of what allows me to um, set you know, set myself apart from other people. I think travel agencies sometimes have a bad reputation because um, people might, you know, look for the dollar and it's, it's not really about the money. It's really just trying to give people really amazing experiences. And I'm always trying to um, make sure that that's what comes first. Mm -hmm. So I think that's another thing as well that sets me apart is that um, I'm really looking at the best interests of that individual. And if it ends up costing me money sometimes, and that's just kind of what will end up happening because I want to make sure that people are happy and that they get what they, what they're paying for and they get what they, they want essentially. Awesome. Um, we know that not every business can provide transparency and great communication, um, which is definitely something that a lot of customers and clients look for. So, um, in this industry, you definitely have to, uh, uh, commend you with that. And one more question before we go to our break. Um, is there a extra fee that you add when you um, are putting together a travel package? Like if you use other um, companies to provide certain, you know, package deals and things of that sort, of course, because you put in the work and research and, research and things of that sort. What does it look like for the customer? Like, is it a, um, a major cost? Is it affordable cost? What does that look like? Yeah, so it, it really depends on what the person's looking for. Um, and I have different packages that will have a fee associated with it. So yes, I definitely do I definitely do charge a fee. Um, I mean for, for things where it's like uh, people are just looking for like an all inclusive vacation, um, I don't really have a fee for those because it's not a lot of time that's invested because my, my, my work is very front heavy. So if you're coming to me and you're like, you know, I wanna go to Thailand and I wanna do you know, this tour and this tour, or I want to see this place and this place. And, you know, I need a hotel that's going to be, and you're very specific. I mean, mm -hmm. that's going to require a lot more of my time, which then I'm, I'm going to charge you a fee. And again, that's something that we'll have to communicate up front. Um, but right. uh, for other types, like it really just depends on the package that you're looking for and how much time that will require me to put in will mm -hmm. then determine what the, the fee will be. Awesome. So, Listen, I am enjoying this travel talk. Um, <laughs> so we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to continue the conversation with Cammie. 
um, about her business and get into how you all can contact her, how you can utilize her services um, when we come back. So stick and stay. You're listening to Lady J on the Business Banker Spotlight on JQLM Radio. We'll be right back after this. I'm living my best life. Made a couple and you know. I said I'm living my best life. I said I'm living my best life. Made a couple M's with my best friends. Turned on my L's and my lessons. You see the whip pulling up, it's like screw. Dream pulling up, I'm like screw. I'm living my best life. It's my birthday, at least that's what I'm dressed like. Machiavelli, me a little Caesar pizza, I be hot and ready You a and yeah, no a rat, you like Tom and Jerry You ain't ballin', you just talking, that's that commentary I was in the field, man, I slayed for this Had to talk to God, drop down and pray for this To my surprise, he replied, say you made for this I seen the car, wanted, then I went and paid for it Cash, cash, hit the take, yeah, I hit the race, hit the dash, dash That's when they came for me on Twitter with the backlash Cardi B is so problematic, it's the hashtag I can't believe they wanna see me lose that bad They talking junk and they think these mad trash I'm giggling, can let the devil have the last lap Ain't no more beefing, I'm just keeping to myself I'm my own competition, I'm competing with myself I told y'all I'm living my best life I told y'all I'm living my best life I made a couple L's with my best friends Turned all my L's in the lessons You see the whip pulling up, it's like screw you don't like money, I can see it in your eye. You don't like winning, I can see it in your tie. Better be careful with these women when you trick and send and fly. She count money in her sleep and she don't never spend a night. But she trapping and she had to make it happen for her life. Don't be mad because she having sh- you had it your whole life. We had baggage on our flights, we had badges on our. You got passes in your life, you had gadgets on your bike Got work magic, got work magic, got work magic in my life And that guala like Ayala cause that bag just takes my life And y'all no good and damn well I don't want no champagne But can we please get some more champagne? Please know Andre G like Von Che Reach like Ron James, pep talk from Yonsei Remember my hands had ash like Pompeii Now they hold cash, won't peak like Dante I told y'all I'm living my best life I told y'all I'm living my best life. I made a couple L's with my best friends. Turned all my L's into lessons. You see the whip pulling up, it's like screw. Have you subscribed yet to our free online digital interactive magazine, The Ego Magazine? No? Well, head on over to www.egoentertainmentnet.com and subscribe now. This magazine is all about showcasing and supporting excellence in communities everywhere from music, arts and culture, relationships, finance, education, politics, sports, news, and so much more. While you're flipping through the pages, just click on the tents on the pictures that you see and you'll be taken to a whole nother world behind the articles. At Ego Entertainment, everyone is a star. There is something in it for everyone and I hope you are positively impacted by what you see and will continue to support. This is your girl, Lady J, owner and operator of Ego Entertainment and creator of the Ego Magazine. Enjoy. Bring it back. 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 Bring it back
Are you or someone you know struggling with relationships, overcoming abuse, addiction, or suicidal thoughts, or even life's challenges in general? Then the Life Support Book Series and Life Support Company is for you. You can purchase the Life Support Book Series on Amazon, Kindle, or www.ladyj.co. To find out more about how the Life Support Company can help you or your youth groups, contact Jacqui Morrow at 317-886-0296 or visit the website at www.ladyj.co. And remember, I'm possible, you're possible. We're all possible. And we are back. Welcome back to the Business Banger Spotlight Show. You are tuned in with your girl, Lady J. And we have been talking to Cami Duff this evening. And before we get back into our interview with Cami, um, it is now time for your Business Banger Tip of the Week. This week's Business Banger Tip is about half-stepping. So even though entrepreneurship can be extremely challenging and frustrating at times, you want to make sure that you are constantly giving it 100%. Give it your all if you want it to be successful. Trust me, everything that you put in, if you sow good, you're going to reap good. Working towards your dreams and fulfilling purpose can be scary at times for fear of failure, but you can't allow fear to keep you from leaping. Give 100% or don't do it at all. No half-stepping. That is your business banger tip for the week. All right, Cami. Now uh, let's get back into this interview. Um, so before the break, you were telling us about all of the services that you provide and um, what sets you apart from everyone else in the traveling industry. Can you tell me what um, avenues can people use in order to uh, receive uh, service from you? Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, I'm, um, I'm on Google, so I can be found there, but I'm also, uh, I'm on um, Instagram and um, my, my website. I also is there that people can reach out to me on. So my website is luxandlavishtravel.com. Um, and then if you, you know, just set me a Google, um, I do have a Google page as well that has all the contact information and an area where you can put in your request and um, we'll be able to get back in touch with you as well. Awesome. So are there any specials um, that you run regularly or are there any specials that you're running currently? Because we know that it's going to be spring break and summertime. So everybody is going to be traveling here. So, <laughs> yeah, um, it's funny. I, I always tell people if they're going to be looking to travel, you should always be looking at least six months in advance because we all know that people like to travel during the spring and summer months. And that's the busiest time, which means prices are a lot more expensive. So if you think um, ahead of the game and you try to plan something far out, then it's not as expensive during that period. Mm -hmm. And also 
with travel, you can, there's many different um, ways that you can now have payment plans and that sort of thing. So even if you choose to book something well in advance, you still have some time to pay for your vacations or your trips because there's um, a good window of time before people start to do all this traveling during the spring and summer. But in terms of specials, I don't have any specials at the moment. Um, I am promoting uh, a group trip to the Essence Festival in July. So that's kind of where um, I have um, some groups um, that I'm offering right now. But in terms of specials going for the spring break, which is literally around, around the corner, I don't have anything for that at the moment. Okay. Um, and yeah, I do tend to see that um, if you wait, especially if you're going to purchase some plane tickets, if you wait at the last minute, um, your plane tickets are going to be higher unless you use something like a price line where you can get them cheap because they're trying to get rid of those seats if the plane isn't full. <laughs> um, and I, one thing I used to absolutely love was the name your price tool for flights. Oh my God, I was so upset when they got rid of that because if you need to catch a plane last minute, <laughs> like you got to pay the price no matter what it is. <laughs> So right. depending yeah. upon the flight. Yeah. So I was like, oh, no. Um, you know, um, I remember one time going to Texas and I was able to get a ticket for like 200 and something dollars. But coming back, the tickets was like a thousand dollars. Yeah. Oh. I mean, you know, it's, it's funny. I, I find that a lot of people tend to see what they can do to wait last minute. But I, I find that the last minute has not really been that great. And in the last couple of years, I mean, you might get one or two, but those are really far and few in between. Um, I always tell people just look ahead and that way you can plan it properly. But even like the other websites that are online, um, they offer, you know, last minute vacation packages. So if people are interested in going to like the Caribbean, because the Caribbean is really um, hot and, and really big for North Americans uh-huh. when they're looking to go on their vacation. So yeah, if you, if you, I mean, the last minute deals to Cuba and to Mexico and Dominican Republic, you know, those are always happening. Okay. Um, can you tell me, so I, I saw in the news this past week where um, there was a cruise ship that had thousands of people on board and they um, pulled into, I believe, Jamaica and Jamaica would not let them enter due to the coronavirus. Um, apparently the health staff on board, uh, reported that there was someone that was ill on board, but they couldn't confirm or, you know, or deny that the person had coronavirus. So they made them, uh, deck somewhere else, like, um, Mm -hmm. off of the bay. So when things like that happen and people are, have paid for, you know, this experience, um, how does someone recover from that after they've paid and put into this travel package? I always tell, well, I always tell people to purchase travel insurance. Um, That's always the first thing I tell people to do because in situations like that, you want to make sure that you're covered and that if, if your trip is ruined, um, you have an opportunity to recoup something from uh, your travel insurance provider Um, But it's really important to note that not everything, like not every circumstances in relation to viruses and and diseases and all that and pandemic and epidemic stuff, those are not normally covered by travel insurance anyway. So you are taking a risk when you do travel, whether you purchase travel insurance or not, and um, things of that nature happen. It's kind of, you really have to just check your policy and check with the travel insurance company to ensure that... um, 
things of that can be covered. But um, I always tell people to get travel insurance because at least you might you have a leg to stand on should you contact them and, and you might you might get something, um, even if it's like your flight back or um, a, a hotel accommodations or food, or, you know, or your luggage and all that kind of stuff. I would mm-hmm. definitely recommend to get travel insurance. And it's not that expensive when you think about what you're paying for the overall trip. And I mean, if you're okay to pay out of pocket for an incident that takes place while you're on vacation, then, you know, maybe you don't need travel insurance, but I always tell people to get travel insurance. Awesome. Awesome. Um, So unfortunately in situations like that, that's usually not something that's covered by travel insurance. So uh, people will just be out of, the rest of the experience for the trip. Correct. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It, it, yeah. I mean, it, especially if it's going to be like a pandemic or an epidemic, you know what I mean? I think this is kind of what they're talking about with coronavirus. So things of that nature, um, most travel insurance companies don't necessarily cover you for, for things of that nature, that mm-hmm. magnitude, but it's definitely something that people should look into when they are looking about their trip and their vac- and their vacations, when they are looking at, a travel insurance company that they do speak with those individuals and ask the right questions to make sure that if things of that nature do happen, that they have some kind of coverage. Okay. Um, that sounds better. Now, when, when you are flying, cause I've, have ran into this before where um, maybe like a flight is delayed and they have to put you on a different flight you know, I've even had to the point where they put me on a whole nother airline um, at no extra charge. Of course, if you get your uh, ticket insured or whatever the case may be um, in the. In a situation where a flight is not willing to do that, because um, I've seen that happen before, um, what should someone do when traveling the airplane? Definitely speak with the airline. So needing to contact the airline and find out um, from them what are they going to do? To, what what are they going to do to accommodate this inconvenience? Especially if they don't have travel insurance. Um, I mean, so I'm in Canada, and our our regulations are slightly different than those in the U.S. But I mm-hmm. always tell people to speak with the airline. If you have if you have booked with an, a, a credible travel agency, you can talk to the agent that assisted you with booking your trip. But if you did it through like a third party website, um, I think you mentioned like Priceline or, or Hopper and, and those kinds of, of um, companies, mm-hmm. definitely speak with the airline and see what they can do to accommodate you. Because I know, for instance, in Canada, we um, they, the government has just recently um, provided um, air passenger reg- regulations where they are covered for any inconvenience from the airline up to a certain amount of hours. So I know in the U.S. as different states will require different things, but I mm-hmm. definitely recommend that you contact the airline to find out what they can do in terms of, of supporting you and accommodating that. Right. Um, I've only, I think I've only had one bad experience in flying where um, I had to spend the night at the airport. <laughs> I had travel insurance oh, wow. and um, my flight was delayed or something was wrong with the plane or something. And so the layover lasted another like six to seven hours and they were not oh, willing to like give any money back for, you know, I mean, literally I was late getting back a whole day. So, um, Wow. You know, uh, and I, I, I guess their response was, well, they're, they're not refunded because they uh, 
put it put us on another flight but still i mean nobody expected to have to spend a night at the airport you know <laughs> so, right. Right. Um, so i mean i guess in, in, that, in that instance if you are sorry to cut you but if you are in um, a situation where you've purchased travel insurance and you were inconvenienced that way then you can reach out to your insurance company and find out what they can do to, to accommodate you whether it's providing you with um, hotel accommodations or something of that nature. Unfortunately, if there isn't any other flights to get you home a lot sooner, then you, you, you know, you will be out at that point. But at least if you purchase travel insurance, they'll be able to accommodate. Yeah. See, and I didn't know anything about that. You know, they were telling us that, um, well, the, the airline, you know, when you get to the airport, you go to the desk of the airline that you're boarding with, you know, and they're saying, well, you know, we're not providing um, hotel accommodations, but, you know, and I'm just like, really? So, you know, but you're more than welcome to go, you know, right across the way, you know, get a hotel for the night. Okay. So that's not in my travel budget because I was supposed to be home, you know, in like two more hours and you wanted me to stay here for another six to eight hours. <laughs> right. So, yeah. Yeah. um, so yeah. when things like that happen, it's like, well, what, what did I purchase, uh, insurance for, you know, um, if you're not right. going to cover, if, if things like that happen, I mean, the insurance for us, the traveler is supposed to be something that's put into place in the event things like this happen. But in you as the airline, if you're providing insurance or you're partnering with people with companies that provide insurance, then these are things that accommodations that you need to provide in the event something like this happens, you know, so um, so it's kind of like a, a lose lose situation for the right, traveler. Right. I, I mean, I, it's funny that that happened to me when I was in Chicago. I was I was flying back to Toronto, and a similar situation where my flight kept getting delayed, and for hours, I I went to the airport. I think it was like six o'clock in the morning, and I didn't actually leave Chicago until well after eight p.m. that night. So I was literally at the oh, airport wow. the entire day. And yeah, it was it was it was pretty bad. And um, at the time. Um, before I was even in the travel industry, so I didn't have travel insurance either. I would just have to sit there and kind of deal with that. So I, I did check in with the airline, and they were just like, "Nope, you're going to put you on the next flight, and then the next flight just kept becoming the next flight, which kept becoming the next flight." So yeah, but yeah. And as a traveler, you only expect those things like for weather. Like there's only one time that I think my flight was supposed to be at 5 a.m. Um, to uh, Georgia, I believe. Um, and it, because of the weather, it was delayed for a whole day. So I had to come back the very next day at 6 a.m. to get on board. Right. So um, and stuff like yeah. that you expect. But if it's not, not due to weather and, and something on the airlines, you know, fault, whether it be one of their pilots or one of their planes and stuff like that, like you need to be able to accommodate people. So I just think that's um, that's only fair, especially if someone has purchased your, you know, your insurance for their flight. So. Right. Totally agree with you. Um, so we are down to the last about six minutes of the show. If there's anything that you could leave with, um, someone that is traveling, what would you say? And someone that would like to, uh, transition from the corporate world to become an entrepreneur, what advice would you give? Um, so, I mean, in terms of travelers, I would say <laughs> travel insurance. I, I'm really big on the travel insurance piece. So if you are traveling, um, definitely purchase travel insurance, look into the company that you are um, going to be purchasing the travel insurance from so that way you're fully covered. Or if you have a credit card, 
travel insurance, sometimes on your credit card as well, depending if you booked your trip with that. So I would leave, what I would leave with travelers is to make sure that you, you purchase travel insurance. Um, and in terms of people who are interested in getting into entrepreneurship and are going to be transitioning into transitioning out of their, their job into um, entre- entrepreneurship, I would definitely recommend people to have a plan, have a plan in place and be, uh, and just understand what your um, income from your business looks like and, and make sure that it's consistent so that when you do transition, you have that buffer and that you are confident knowing that this is the route you're going to take. And you just, you just know that you will be okay if you don't have a, a month or two that's not really, you know, conducive to what you had before. Um, but just be confident in your decision that uh, this will all work out. Awesome. And one more time for all of our listeners, can you uh, tell everyone how they can contact you for services and where they can follow you? Sure. So on Instagram, um, you can follow me at Lux, L-U-X-E, the letter N, Lavish, L-A-V-I-S-H, Travels. Um, And also my website, which is and lavishtravels.com. Awesome. Well, um, Cami, I have definitely enjoyed um, interviewing you on tonight here on the Business Banger Spotlight. Thank you so much for being my guest tonight. You did an amazing job. Thank you. Thank you. Very appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Um, and uh, if there's uh, nothing else that you would like to say um, to all of our listeners. Thank you all so much for tuning in tonight to the Business Banger Spotlight show um, where we feature business bangers from all over the world. Um, and some of them provide um, not only information based on their industry um, and give tips on how they got started, but some of them actually offer exclusive um, deals to the JQL and radio listeners. So thank you all so much for tuning in and being listeners, not only of the Business Banker Spotlight show, but of JQL radio. If you would like to follow me personally, you can uh, catch me on Facebook at Lady J Brand. So if you type in at Lady J Brand, it'll take you to my Lady J public figure page. You can follow me there. I believe my personal page is almost at 5,000. So um, you can go to Jacqui Lente. That's J-A-C-Q-U-I-E-L-Y-N-N-T-E. On Instagram, I am under LadyJ.co. That's L-A-D-Y-J dot C-O. And on Twitter, under Jacqui underscore one. That's capital J, lowercase a, capital Q, lowercase u, underscore, and the number one. That is how you can follow me. And of course, you can follow uh, the Unpossible Radio Show, Business Banger Spotlight, Business Bangers on uh, all social media uh, platforms, the Unpossible Radio, Unpossible Radio Show on all platforms. Make sure you tune in this Thursday evening. Uh, our celebrity guest for the Unpossible Radio Show special edition with celebrity guests is none other than award winning news anchor Patty Spittler from Wish TV 8. She will be getting, we will be getting up close and personal with her and she'll be telling us all about her, um, her personal story of overcoming uh, some trauma and hardships um, in her life. So you do not want to miss that. Um, again, thank you, Cami, And to all of our listeners, uh, remember, business makers, stay ready. This is your girl, Lady J, and you are, have been tuning into the Business Banker Spotlight Show, and I'm out. <laughs>